Traditionally, businesses don't put metrics and goals around community service, but it's really easy to do that. And if you carve out a little bit of time for your people, whether you've got 10 team members or 10,000, you can do something with that 40 or 50 hours a week that you have them. So you can't do that without business. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a really important thing. I think all businesses consider, and it's like anything else. I mean, if you have metrics in manufacturing or services or whatever business you're in, you'll generally make progress to get to those goals. But if you don't have any metrics there or things that you're measuring, then you probably won't hit any meaningful goals. But it took a lot of creativity, innovation, and thinking and trial and error, and here we are. You're listening to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast, a show where we invite leaders to have courageous conversations about the journey of leadership, work, and culture. Let's go. All right, welcome back to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast. This is Dr. Amber Selking, Vice President of Leadership and Culture here at Lippert Components. And I am excited to bring to you today a Christmas message for those of you celebrating Christmas, otherwise those around the world celebrating this beautiful holiday season. Have with us our CEO, Jason Lippert, and a little Christmas present to ourselves here at the Lippert Academy, our new director, Dr. Angie Sokol, um, who will be coming again, the director of the Lippert Academy for Leadership. So you will be hearing her amazing voice much more over the coming weeks, months, and years. Angie, welcome to the Lippert family. We are so excited that you are here with us. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here. This is great. So Angie has an incredible background. She served at GM uh, for almost 20 years in their GM University, leading leading their training and development there, and then served as a global leadership and uh, training consultant, again, globally. So as a, as a global manufacturing company ourselves, your background and skill set and perspective on HR and you know lean processes and talent development is going to be critical for how we grow internally as an organization, but also, again, our purpose at the academy, right? Our, our purpose here is to help other organizations understand the importance of leadership and culture to driving business and, and truly making business a force for good in the world. So we are, are thrilled and honored that you've decided to join us and that you are going to help continue lead this initiative, um, again, to get other companies on board. And so if that's you, if you're interested in learning more about that, please send us an email directly, academy at lci1.com. That's the number one.com. And again, we'd love to talk to you about what that could look like to serve as in keynote speaking, training, or executive coaching with your people, again, as you navigate your own leadership and cultural journey. So with that, I want to shift a little bit into one of the core pillars here at Lippert Components of our own organizational identity, which is giving back to our community and really supporting the communities where we live, work, and play. Um, In this holiday season, you know, giving and caring for our local communities is critical. And, you know, we've been really strategic and really intentional about that throughout the course of in the entirety of 2020, quite frankly. But here in December, we've, again, challenged ourselves to get even more creative about how we care for our people internally and about how we give back to our communities. So I, I wanted Jason to come on and share with us today just a little bit about two, two major things that have been going on in our world as it relates to how we've been, again, giving back to our people and, and to our communities. Communities. So, Jason, why don't you share with our listeners about you know those those two initiatives that we have going on, and then maybe a little bit of the heart and intent behind it as well. Yeah, so you know we we had to get creative in a pretty big way this year because there just hasn't been a lot of ways to uh, to give back and to serve and get service hours out there the way we traditionally have for a hundred thousand hours of community service campaigns. So. 
you know, the frontline medical workers have been front of mind for us, and we've been trying to really figure out, you know, what we could do that had long-term, lasting, meaningful impact for these men and women that are just going through some terrible situations on the front line with, with the COVID pandemic. So we started out thinking about gifts and gift baskets to the families and uh, services for the families, and we ultimately started collaborating with the hospital systems, the three major ones in our, our region here. And we, we landed ultimately on starting to provide them long-term, uh, meaningful mental health professionals that would come into the hospitals full-time as full-time paid staff and you know provide meaningful long-term uh, health mental health care for the frontline medical workers. So that's kind of you know where we landed there. I, I, I'm I'm in love with the idea. You know we we contributed 150 thousand out of the shoot to to launch this, and really the 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 ask out there is that this is going to take a lot more than that for these three hospital networks because right now they, you know, from my understanding they they bring in a lot of volunteers that help give some you know, mental health care to these professionals, but it's very sporadic and consistent and to have somebody full-time would be a lot more meaningful. So that said, we need other businesses to step up and con contribute to this fund that all three hospital systems are starting so that they can, you know, not only hire uh, the one to get started at each system, but also to provide, you know, the other support, financial support is going to need administratively and, and all the other things that go along with building a, a new department for the hospitals. Yeah, you know, Jason, what I love about the, the, I guess, our approach to this entire thing is that it really mirrors our own cultural journey in terms of how do you get on a cultural journey? How do you make an impact? Well, you first have to start with listening. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, again, you mentioned we had all these brilliant ideas of services and gifts and the things we wanted to do. And man, when you got on the phone with these healthcare executives, what really came to the forefront is, you know, Jason, if you guys could help us provide mental health to our people, that our frontline workers, like that's what we need the most and you're like oh okay cool we're gonna figure out how to do that then okay. and and again just the mental and emotional bandwidth of those on the front lines that are trying to care for people that are going through this pandemic who you know often can't have family by their sides um just the just the agony that that has to be, you know, and the, the processing. Again, the brain likes order and it likes logic. And when we're in our own head, the brain can't order that thinking. And that's the, that's the importance of mental health, right? It's it's not always that it's all this negative. There's so much stigma around mental health in our world today. But, you know, if you tore your ACL, guess where'd you go? You'd go to the doctor and get it reconstructed. But if we're wrestling with some mental and emotional challenges, because we can't see it necessarily, we often are afraid to go have those conversations with mental health professionals. And and so, you know, again, providing this resource to our frontline workers is critical. But again, I just love that we we wove in that element of listening to really what's the need of the people that we're trying to serve. And then again, being able to come alongside of them with the, with this financial gift to hire a full-time mental health professional support for our frontline workers. And again, the challenge that Jason just put out to everybody is if you're here locally in Elkhart County, get on board with us because we need more than just what we've contributed. And if you're not in our area, man, guess what? You've got frontline workers in your area too. And so get get out there, talk to the leaders of those those organizations in, in your hospitals and your healthcare systems and your communities and, and just ask, 
What can we do to help support you? Because when we say business as a force for good in our world, it's not just a cheesy little tagline we have. Like we literally mean, how are you a force for positive impact in the communities? And and Jason, talk to us about your perspective on why that's business's responsibility. Because some leaders would say, well, we're just trying to do business here. That what, what, getting involved in our community, like what what does that have to do with business? What's your perspective on that? Yeah, I think what we've said all along is. We've, you know, we've we've got at least at LCI, we've got 11,000 team members that, you know, are here 40, 50 hours a week. So if we're really intentional uh, about how we utilize their time here, obviously we can do a lot for the business and our customers and uh, the markets that we su- supply. But also we can do a lot for the community. If but we got to be intentional about it. And I think. You know, traditionally businesses don't put metrics and goals around community service, but it's really easy to do that. And if you carve out a little bit of time for your people, whether you've got 10 team members or 10,000, you can do something with that 40 or 50 hours a week that you that you have them. So, you know, you can't do that without business. So, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a really important thing. I think all businesses consider, and it's like anything else. I mean, if you have metrics and uh, manufacturing or services or whatever business you're in, you'll generally make progress to get to those goals. But if you don't have any metrics there or uh, things that you're measuring, then you probably won't hit any meaningful goals. But community service is the same way. And we just are asking other businesses in the community, especially this region where there's where we've got an academy that will you know lend time and resources to help businesses find their way through this because it wasn't easy for us. We didn't just, you know, have the idea and then, you know, get right to it. Um, it took a lot of creativity, innovation, and thinking and trial and error, and here we are. Yeah, and, and again, like there's very few things in the world as pervasive as business, right? Because most of us work, yep. whether, like you said, whether it's a small family business or whether it's a global corporation, like if we can do work better mm-hmm. and send people home happier and healthier, yeah. then little by little, like our world, our communities, our families are, are all going to get stronger. Yeah, and we've been working the same way for too long. So it's it's come to work, clock in, do your work and go home. And there's, you know, we can we can make it a lot more constructive and innovative than than what we've traditionally done. So again, it just takes it takes intentionality and there's nothing to say we can't lend some of our workforce to make the communities better and guess what? When you do it, it uh, it's good for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, we've we've spoken a little bit here about what we've been doing for our communities, but also taking care of the people, our our own Lippert family is is important to us. And so, for the last several years, we've we've done the adopt a family um, in our local communities at our different manufacturing facilities and our, our corporate teams. And this year, we decided, you know, with the with the pandemic and with the challenges that have just faced our entire country, and it's it's hit our own family too, you know, in different measures. And so, we decided to do a adopt our own families. And so, you know, that adopt a family concept, we reached out to our team members and tried to identify families throughout our organization that just had a maybe a little bit more difficult year than others and figured out how can we how can we help bring a great Christmas to these little kiddos and these different families uh, across our own family. So we've got over a hundred families or about a hundred families that our own team members have decided to adopt for this this holiday season. And you know it's exciting to just you know see see this and hear this and the outpouring. Um, how much money have we raised just from our own LCI team members, Jason? Well, I know it's been over 
forty thousand dollars, and then the company committed to match that. So it's awesome. And yeah. then through that, right, being able to bring Christmas to some of our families yeah. that otherwise might not be able to, and the stories that we've heard are, are just incredible. And listen, at some point, we're all going to be in a season where we need help. And I think that that's part of our culture of recognizing that, you know, at any day or any season of life, we're all going to go through a valley, and mm-hmm. that's when that's when we need to be there for each other. And so it's it's just exciting to see this as a, a step on our journey continuing to live out what we say is important to us yeah and our teams our teams you know crushed it I mean they they got super intentional again about getting out there and a, a finding the families that needed help and sometimes it's not easy for families to raise their hand but it's been an exceptionally tough year for a lot of people and a lot of families and their extended families so there's a there's a lot of need right now and and uh, just super proud of our teams and and a big thanks to all those inside the company that contributed to get this fund where it's at so that we can make a difference for all these families at Christmas time. Awesome. Well, again, just for, for those of you listening, the importance of, of giving back and caring, taking care of each other, and then taking care of our communities is such an important part of business. And for our Christmas message, our holiday message from our CEO, that's sort of really what we wanted to hammer home. But I want to shift a little bit back to, to Dr. Sokol here uh, <laughs> as, she, as she's joined us. And Angie, you know, you've, you've been around our LCI family now for a couple weeks. I would love to just hear from your fresh perspective, what have you seen in, in the family that really stands out to you and makes you excited about coming on board? I think the onboarding process, first of all, is so impressive. It's everyone cares so much. I, it, I've never worked for a company where I walked in and I felt like I was part of the family on the first day. It, it, it makes a huge impact. And, and Jason, just FYI, she's worked at some pretty awesome places, yeah, and we're so, winning. We're winning. <laughs> Love it. That's good to hear. I mean, it's good to hear. I, you know, it didn't always used to be that way, and I think that, you know, and I've heard that very frequently in the last several months. But again, it comes back to this point of, you know, how intentional are you going to be about bringing somebody into the company? And it's serious business for us. When we bring somebody in that's going to make an impact, it's got to be the right person. And, you know, why go through the trouble of finding the right person and then not integrating them in a way where they feel like family? So, you know, this is ultimately what business is. I mean, I don't, people shouldn't have to change jobs 10 times in their career. Find a great family, integrate, and, you know, get loved and cared for while you're, while you're in the business. So that, that's exactly the way it's intended to be. I'm glad, it, I'm glad it felt like that. That makes me feel good. Yeah. So again, Angie, you're going to be at the helm of the Academy here in the coming years. Maybe just share with our listeners what, what maybe one thing that you're most looking forward to, the, the impact that we might be able to have together. Okay. Um, one of the uh, things that Amber didn't mention earlier was that I recently came from the RV industry. And I think people want to be good leaders, they just don't know how. So one of the things I'm looking forward to is just working with people, you know, showing people the way, you know, how it's done. Um, there may be more than one way, <laughs> but just let them know that you care in uh, training, coaching. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to uh, do some, bring some people in, do some uh, leadership talks, uh, different things like that. So. We're in the process of the strategic planning right now, but I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, 
abundance here. Yeah, I've got I've got her knee deep in strategic planning process right now, so her head's <laughs> spinning trying to download her on all things Lippert in the last couple weeks. But again, Angie, we're so excited you're here and really looking forward to how you're going to lead us into 2021 and beyond for this the academy and the impact again that that we can have internally and externally. So and I think it's important to note that we've had you know we've we've helped over 40 companies take steps and you know, their own culture journey. So ultimately, that's what the Academy is about. It's, you know, helping businesses learn to care for their team members in a more meaningful way. And you have to do that through, you know, developing and maintaining a good culture. And that's all we want to do. So, you know, if you're a business out there that's interested in, you know, taking steps and you don't know how, it is a scary thing. It is difficult and it's hard to get everybody on the same page, but we've done it. So we can, you know, that's what the Academy's for, just to be a tool and resource out there for businesses that are struggling to find how to take those first steps. So, you know, with the 40 companies that we've helped, I know there's been tremendous progress and people's lives have been impacted in a real positive way. Um, and, and that's one of the great side effects of, you know, a good culture. So that's what we want to do here at the Academy. Yeah. And here's the reality. Like, your business has a culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got a culture. Mm-hmm. Whether you have built it intentionally or not is another question. Whether you're proud of it or not is another question. And whether you continue to pour into it every day is another question. And so we, we know that great cultures allow people to flourish. And when people flourish, guess what gets better? Productivity, quality, safety, efficiency, all of your business metrics, but also your human beings that are part of it. You know, in 2019, the Business Roundtable got together, and that's a U.S. group of CEOs um, looking at just U.S. business. And I recognize this is a global podcast, but these executives got together and said, hey, we've got to redefine the purpose of business. Because back in the 70s, they defined the purpose of business is to increase shareholder wealth. And so all business schools across the country started teaching people in business school, your job in business is to increase shareholder wealth. And and that's, that's what's gotten us to where we are today in terms of how business is done, again, maximizing profit for shareholders. And what the roundtable decided in 2019 is, listen, the purpose of business is not to increase shareholder wealth, it's to increase stakeholder wealth. And stakeholders are your shareholders, but it's also inclusive of your team members, of the communities that you're a part of, and of your supply chain and customer base. And so when we think about that, what I love about what we're doing at Lippert is this isn't a 50,000 foot vision that we're talking about and, and theoretically, you know, philosophizing around the table on a little podcast here. Like, it's about pragmatically making decisions on a day-to-day basis to bring this to life in your business. And so the Academy is just our opportunity to, again, help people take those tangible next steps. Because while it is big and lofty and sometimes scary, you just got to take the next step and and be very pragmatic about it and and I think that that's what that's what allows us to come to our customers and and help you figure out how to get on your own journey. So again, if we can if we can come alongside of you, please reach out to us academy at lci1.com. Um, and with that, we're going to end with some fun Christmas questions. Okay. So Jason, start with Angie. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> Indoctrinator quickly. Just rapid fire a couple Christmas questions. What is your favorite Christmas food? I hate to admit it, but chicken and noodles and mashed potatoes. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Husband Aaron be listening to that because he just made fun of me because that was my response for Thanksgiving. Too. Only in Indiana do we do double starch, right? <laughs> awesome. I love it. All right. Do you have an angel or a star on top of your Christmas tree? An angel. Real or fake tree? Uh, it's a fake tree. Do you do stocking stuffers? No. Do you do a opening a gift on Christmas Eve? Yes. 
Favorite gift you've ever gotten? Oh, Jason may have to go, and then I'll think about that no, one. I've had some awesome gifts. So. All right, all right. Well, let's <laughs> shift over to Jason then. Uh, favorite Christmas cookie? You got all these questions memorized. It's pretty, <laughs> no, I'm pretty coming up this on the top of my head. This uh, is good. Favorite Christmas cookie? Uh, sugar cookies. I like, oh, classic. They're my, they're my favorite. I'm not during the year, but at Christmas time for some reason. Okay, real or fake Christmas tree? We, we have a fake with an angel on top. With an angel on top. <laughs> all right. Colored lights or white lights? We have white lights. Inside lights or outdoor lights? Inside. Do you do stocking stuffers? We do. Do you do open a Christmas present on Christmas Eve? We absolutely do. What's one of your favorite Christmas traditions? You know, um, I, I like, you know, I didn't grow up opening the, the Christmas present up, but that was one of my wife's family's traditions, so we kind of adopted that, and the kids, like, you know, they love it, and we we do a, a good Christmas, you know, Bible story, and and do that and kind of have a little ritual. So that's that's what we I look forward to. I love it. Well, I really want to end on that one because I think it's really powerful, but I have another question that I have to ask you. Do you shovel your snow or do you have a snowblower? I shovel my snow. That a boy! Now, <laughs> right. I, in the last year, I've kind of slacked. Uh, have you delegated? I mean, you've I've got de- kids. I've that's delegated, what you delegate. But, but, for, but for a good 15 years, I shoveled the driveway with the kids. It's a good way to get them out there and totally. tire them out and, you know. Get them outside. Get them out of the house. Sorry, boys. I'm promoting you to new full-time snow shovelers. You can blame me. All right. Thank you so much. Angie, did you come up with your favorite Christmas present yet? Yes. So I had a niece who um, photoshopped a picture on a real picture. So it was a... Um, it looked like a knight on a horse, but it had our family face on it. Okay. So it was, it was like, it was awesome. It was like, it took a lot of creativity to get that. That's awesome. So. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. You've been listening to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast. Again, if there's anything we can do to come alongside of you on your own leadership and cultural journey, please reach out to us, academy at lci1.com. Wherever you are around the world, we hope you have a blessed holiday season. Enjoy it with your friends and family and really lean into the spirit of holiday, which is giving, which which is caring, which is taking care of each other and the communities where we live, work, and play. Merry Christmas. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong solely to the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the view or mission of Lippert Components, Inc. Thanks to Eternity Bro for our theme music and to Michael Yoder and the amazing team over at Truthwork Media. Thanks for listening.